the road to Potomania, presented by Opinions and Beers. Tag along in this annual event with Adam and Ed Ray 1416 into the world of pro wrestling. You're listening to Opinions and Beers. Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the Opinions and Beer podcast exists in this world. And opinions, opinions and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello and welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. I've got Ed Ray 1416. And hello, everyone. And we are on the road to Potomania. To get to that road, we've got to go through before that, before Mania. You know, we do from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. There is stuff in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. It hasn't always been that way. Actually, that started in, I believe, 96. It was the first time they had, you know, this uh, pay-per-view in between, which we spoke about that on the last podcast. We talked about um, Bret Hart versus Diesel with the surprise ending of um, Undertaker coming out and pulling Diesel under the ring. So here we are. Going from there, we're going to be working our way uh, through the Attitude Era in this episode. We're going to be talking about the Attitude Era and... uh, yeah, diving into No Way Out, the Attitude Area, No Way Out, ranking those episodes we're going to go through. And basically, at the, by the end of the series, uh, before before March 16th, we are going to have gone through every main event before WrestleMania. Basically, you know, No Way Out, Elimination Chamber, Fast Lane. In uh, March 16th, we're going to you know put we're going to put that main event and rank that along with these others that we're talking about throughout this little series. Uh, so before we get on into all that, I've got to talk about the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by the Brewing Project. This is Mega Berry's Puff Tart. This Puff Tart is a sour ale with milk sugar, raspberry, blackberry, blueberry, and vanilla comes in at a very minor 4.5, 4. 4.8, 4.8% in alcohol by volume. So yeah, this is going to be a, tr- a traditional tart, a traditional sour, a uh, very low ABV a puff. We're going to crack this bad boy open. Pour it in here. It is red like wine. Ooh, it smells like pure raspberry. I smell the raspberry. Or is that blackberry? Who knows? <laughs> Let's try this beer. That is the bomb. Holy crap. I wasn't expecting that taste. I was expecting more of a, like a super soury. This I this was wow. I am actually taken back by the by the flavor in this beer. I'm not sure I'm getting. They mix too many berries, man. That's the one thing I hate about these people, Ed Ray. They mix way too many berries. I don't know why. Do we have a strike? What is this warning sign? Uh, notifications. Oh, F your notifications. Anyways, 
puff tart. I wonder if they put marshmallow in this, or that's just puff. Because usually when they say puff, that's they put marshmallow. But maybe not. Maybe that's the vanilla and milk sugar is what they're trying to say. That's delicious. That's delicious. I might have to go and buy more of this. This was expensive. For only 4% in alcohol, this was super expensive. But that is a delicious beer. Delicious. Ed Ray, go ahead. I don't have COVID. Try this. Because that's how good it is. I think you might like this. Tastes almost like soda to me. It tastes good, huh? That you could like get, man, if this was a little higher in ABV, this would get you lit. <laughs> okay, anyways, moving on to the road to Potomania. Ed Ray, how we're going to do this is I'm going to go along this list and we're going to rank them. I'm going to let you, I, I, I've already kind of ranked them, so I'm going to let you rank them and I'm going to judge your ranking. Or you judge mine, whatever whatever comes first. Uh, so we're only doing a few. We're only like we're only doing from '97 to 2003. Okay, 1997 was the final four. Uh, this was uh, a a four way: Bret Bret Hart versus Undertaker versus Stone Cold versus Vader. Uh, you could win by either tossing your opponent over the top rope or by pinfall. So it was either way. You could either pin them or throw them over the top rope to get the win. Uh, I believe what happened in this, in 97, see, in the in the Royal Rumble, it came down to the final four, and Stone Cold was still heel. He was like, the, he was like, he had not transitioned to babyface yet. He doesn't transition to babyface until the following, yeah, until WrestleMania. Uh, so basically, the final four was, it was the last four people that were in the Royal Rumble, which was Bret Hart, Undertaker, Stone Cold, Vader. Uh, Vader and Undertaker, I believe, either eliminated them, themselves. Something happened with them where they both got eliminated at the same time. Uh... And it came down to Stone Cold and Bret Hart. Stone Cold was actually eliminated, but the so-called refs, the refs didn't see it. It was this whole thing about how, uh, and that that, that kind of why they started. That's where they had the big start of having refs around the ring uh, since then because, you know, they threw Stone Cold over. He went over the top rope, and then he came back in <laughs> and eliminated Bret Hart because the referees did not see uh, Stone Cold get eliminated. Uh, uh, he was declared the winner. So technically, Bret Hart is the actual winner of that rumble. Uh, anyway, so they do this four-way final four. It was a kind of it was kinda, it was a very interesting you know match because obviously you could lose by either going over the top rope uh, or getting pinned. But there was a lot of outside fighting because they would go under the rope and a lot of uh, there was a really uh, crazy spot with a big boot to a chair. Uh, and it collided into Vader's face, and it really busted. It, got, it gashed Vader's eye pretty bad, so he's bleeding the whole match. Uh, it was pretty brutal. Um, and Bret Hart ended up winning the the final four, and he would go on to face Sid Vicious, and shenanigans would occur, uh, leading to uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold at the Royal Rumble, and obviously Undertaker versus Sid Vicious at WrestleMania. No, yeah. 
Bret Hart versus Undertaker. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Sid Vicious versus Taker at WrestleMania uh, that year. Uh, what were your What was your take on the final four match? It was a pretty brutal uh, main event. Yeah, man, Vader. Yeah, it was. It was. They were. They were. Vader's a very tough. Was a very tough man because not only was he able to finish the match with a cut below his eye, like you said. Yeah. But here's a story that many wrestling fans do not know. When uh, New Japan and All Japan had a uh, cross promotion in 1990, Stan Hansen and Vader collided in the ring, and incidentally, Stan poked out Vader's eye, and his eye, his eyeball left his socket. And if he had to push his eye back into his eye socket, then he finished the match. Jesus! That's intense. It was intense, and it was a very stiff match, too. <laughs> oh, my God, Vader. Vader's brute. Yeah, they, they were pretty stiff in that match. That was a pretty stiff match. Uh, Vader still, he go, he went to the top. I think they did this spot where, yeah, uh, Vader goes for the Vader the Vader moonsault or whatever. And, um, and Undertaker sits up. And Invader obviously misses. He he hits the mat. Uh, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Uh, Final four uh, was a pretty interesting uh, bout. Uh, in 1998, no way out. We get a eight man non sanctioned tornado tag match. Uh, one Paul, one pinfall for the win. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin, Owen Hart, Cactus Jack, and Chainsaw Charlie versus Triple H. Sabio Vega and the New Age Outlaws, uh, Road Dog and Billy Gunn, non-sanctioned eight-man tag match. I'll be honest with you, out of all the main events so far, that one was kind of the worst. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, it had a fun ending with Stone Cold giving everybody stunners, and he uh, he like stuns uh, China. I think there's a big there's a big moment with him uh, Stone Cold stunning uh, China, but the match itself was kind of like was kind of all over the place. Um, it was kind of, I mean, it kind of made it boring. If it being so, <laughs> to be honest, even though it was, like, it was like crazy, it's supposed to be this crazy stuff, you know, this crazy battle, but it ended up feeling a lot uh, boring. What was your thoughts on 1998? No way out. Well, to be honest, it was just terrible, you know, because the match, the the feuds did not make any sense at the time. But after No Way Out, that was when Owen Hart versus Triple H started gaining interest. And then you had Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie versus the New Age Outlaws. That was a feud that started all because the New Age Outlaws put Cactus Jack. No, what they did was shut the dumpster where Cactus Jack and Terry Funk was in. Terry Funk was uh, Chainsaw Charlie. Well, anyway, they shut the dumpster, and then they threw them off stage, and Funk and Cactus Jack were in the dumpster. They threw them off stage, the crowd went wild, and that was when all this hardcore shenanigans started with uh, Chainsaw Charlie and Cactus Jack versus the New Age Outlaws at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Now, as far as Stone Cold was concerned, I don't know why he was in the match, considering that his rivalry with Savio Vega for the past couple of years was not that great anyway. Yeah, who did he end up facing that year, 1998? Who, Stone Cold? Yeah. Shawn Michaels for the main event at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah! So maybe that's what it was. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Because he basically stunned all of Shawn Michaels' friends, Triple H, New Age Outlaws, and uh, China. Well, I have a feeling the reason why Savio Vega was in the match was because Shawn Michaels was hurt, obviously. Yeah. And couldn't do any matches. So that's I what think... it was. So Savio Vega was a replacement for Shawn Michaels. 
Yeah, because Shawn Michaels was not doing well. He was injured at the 1998 Royal mm-hmm. Rumble when he took a backdrop yeah. on a casket. And since then, Shawn Michaels, he was doing spots on television, you know, doing promos and such. But he wasn't physically wrestling up until WrestleMania 14. Yeah. Um, and that was a... So that it, that actually makes sense, though, that they, they, they used uh, Sabio Vega. Because Hillman Stone Cold did have a feud... Uh, prior to that, in 1996, they had that feud in 1996. Uh, moving on, uh, that sadly, you know, it, that you know, it made sense. You know, looking back at the 1998 No Way Out, it made sense, but the match itself was just so bad. You know, I guess storyline wise, yeah, it was a, it was a fine build up, but the match was just horrible. Anyways. Moving on to 1999, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. No, no Way Out, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon in a steel cage. And this match, man, I don't know what's up with No Way Out, but for some reason, somebody's got to come in and No Way Out at the very end. And this match, uh, very similar to the 1996 uh, main event, which was a steel cage. St. Valentine's Massacre, Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon. It's pretty crazy, you know. I think I think he bloodies uh, Mr. McMahon in that match. They're they're kind of battling around the ring, and Stone Cold just whooping on Mr. McMahon. And then, oh, here we go. Here's the spot. They who rips out of the, from under the ring? It's Paul White. Paul White. Paul White's in the ring. So Big Show. This was a uh, Big Show's debut. In 1999, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, his debut in the WWF because he was in the WCW prior, and he he basically throws Stone Cold into the into the cage door, and the cage fall you know the cage opens up, and Stone Cold falls out and uh, and wins the match. What <laughs> um, what was the stipulation if he lost? Was there a stipulation? Oh, if he lost, he did not go to WrestleMania. So he had to win to go on to face The Rock, right? That was the whole... That was the whole... Was that The Rock again? 1999? Or no... Yeah. Stone Cold versus The Rock at WrestleMania happened first time in 1999. Oh, it did? Okay, so that was... Okay, so that was Rock versus Stone Cold number one. And then, uh... What's your thoughts on that Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon steel cage match? Well, many people do talk about uh, the debut of the big show... The one takeaway of the match, the one part that stands out to me, was when Mr. when Mr. McMahon bounced off the cage onto a table yeah! and crashed on the table. That was great. He tried to he tried to duplicate the Shawn Michaels Fo- and Shawn Michaels and Mick Foley. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't work. But it was so intense that Mr. McMahon, I think, broke his tailbone shooting. No, wise. yeah, um, you see how he landed. He landed on the edge of the table, so he like his back like bent. It was so it's kind of brutal watching backwards, you know. It's pretty brutal. I mean, brutal the, landing. The, the story was better told before the match officially began, but then when Stone Cold and Mr. McMahon finally squared off in the cage, Mr. McMahon took a beating like nothing before, and even so, he met, he ended up provoking Stone Cold to come back in and come back in. And then finally, that obvious spot where the Big Show debuted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I love when uh, when Mr. Man he's like throwing up the middle fingers. He's just like f you. <laughs> he, he he keeps doing it. Like Stone Cold's about to win the match, and then Mr. Man throws up the middle fingers. So Stone Cold climbs back in. And he does that like about four times before the Big Show finally comes up and attacks. Uh, 
What did uh, Big Show end up doing at that mania? I think he wrestled Mick Foley. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I could talk about uh, what happened. Basically, Big Show wrestled Mick Foley, but Mick Foley won by disqualification, even though Mick suffered a legit rib injury because when uh, Mankind was doing the Mandible Claw to the Big Show, Big Show landed... On his back with Foley's weight and basically broke his ribs. Jeez. So the choke slam on the chairs is what got Mick Foley the win by a disqualification. So Mick Foley ended up becoming the special guest referee like he should have toward the end of the main event at WrestleMania 15. Oh. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Moving on. Man, talk about... You know, it kind of makes sense that they end up later down the line making the Elimination Chamber... Uh, still cage because you know no way out. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of cage matches at the No Way Out uh, pay per view, cage and Hell in a Cell matches. Uh, no Way Out 2000. We have Cactus Jack versus Triple H. Uh, this this was a pretty brutal match. I mean, you had a flaming barbed wire <laughs> two by four that they used. It wasn't like they missed. Uh, you know, Cactus Jack hit Triple H with a flaming barbed wire 2x4. And you could see when Triple H would hit Cactus Jack with the 2x4, uh, like the 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 the, <laughs> the uh, barbed wire would would stick to Mick Foley's uh, <laughs> clothes and shit. It was just pretty, it was pretty brutal. And obviously, um, looking back at it, I can see the gimmick, though. I, see, I can see that they purposely gimmicked the the hell in a cell to try to, they were really trying to mimic the undertaker stuff, but they wanted to like to control it. So they're like, so, cause like a lot of the undertaker stuff was unplanned, especially that choke slam through the top of the cage. That was unplanned in this match. Everything was very planned out. So they were basically trying to mimic an uncontrolled match and make it this controlled environment. Uh, and it kind of it, it it kind of lacks in certain areas when they uh, of them doing that, but overall it was pretty brutal. Uh, it's it's like a bloody match. Uh, when 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 Mick Foley takes the big bump where he goes through the cell, he fucking goes through the ring. There's like there's a big indention in the ring. Uh, I thought there was thumbtacks in that match, but I guess there wasn't. There's was no thumbtacks. He just uh, basically um, Mick Foley. He starts to crawl out the hole. Triple H can't believe it. Triple H pedigrees. Uh, Cactus Jack for the win. Uh, that's br- brutal match. No way out. Two thousand, I believe. Uh, was that the, was that the mania where it was a it was a four way? Ended up being a four way between Triple H, Big Show, The Rock, and uh, Mick Foley. Yeah, because what happened was in the two thousand Royal Rumble, The Rock got himself eliminated. But nobody. Oh yeah! Yeah, he got himself eliminated like the idiot that he was, and Big Show legitimately won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and of course, The Rock, he had to be part of the Royal, uh, part of WrestleMania because he was the official winner. And then Mick Foley. I think what happened was that uh, I think it was Linda McMahon that said that he was reinstated. Yeah, and that he had the right to challenge Triple H again for the title, and that was how that four-way. Uh, Came about over at uh, WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. Uh, and that was uh, in 2001, No Way Out. We got The Rock versus Kurt Angle. I love this match. 
despite the botched ending. Oh, fucking Earl Hebner. Why'd you botch... It was it Earl Hebner that did it? Why'd you botch that ending? That was a perfect go-home ending, but The Rock... Uh, there was a there was a pin count that was botched, and so The Rock had to pick Kurt Angle back up and hit him with a second an, another um, rock bottom, despite the previous rock bottom being a picture perfect finish. Uh, what were your thoughts on this match? I have no clue. I, I'm just saying, you know, referees tend to mess things up a whole lot, and when they do that, it's just not. It just diminishes the match entirely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and Kurt Angle even goes on and mentions that you know uh, that Earl Hebner was he's a great referee, but he had a very bad night that night. They said that he they, they he got his ass chewed for that uh, botched spot. Well, let uh, it be. He deserved it. Uh, moving on, we have two more uh, No Way Outs to talk about before we give our little ranking of the Attitude Era No Way Outs. Um, 2002, Chris Jericho versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. This may be the second worst uh, main event. Uh, the ending, it was all built for that ending for the NWO finish to come in, but the match itself was kind of boring. Stone Cold wasn't selling, and you can you can kind of tell that Stone Cold was burnt out by this point. He wasn't really working with Chris Jericho that well. Uh, Chris Jericho wasn't at the top of his game either in that match. I don't think I, you know I I can't explain that. I can't explain it. The match itself was just super super boring to watch. And it's disappointing because these are two top caliber athletes, uh, you know, top caliber talent. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Chris Jericho. Uh, there were some like little fun, fun spots where you know uh, Chris Jericho hits two uh, lion salts or whatever. But other than that, I mean, even that was because uh, Stone Cold was so far away. Even those lion salts, Jr. even made comments like, "Yeah, it wasn't that good of a lion salt," so that's why he hit it too. <laughs> too just just to make up for the fact that the one just looks bad you know so uh what were your thoughts on that match obviously stone cold was going through a lot of problems at the time and he was just being overworked you know because yeah. the overseas stuff television pay-per-views etc and chris jericho he was not ready to be a main eventer at the time yeah, he would go on to lose to triple h at mania yeah yeah and stone cold he would go on to face um Scott Hall and the and uh, the Rock would face uh, Hulk Hogan. That was a that, that was actually good. Uh, I I didn't I don't really remember that match though. I don't remember the Stone Cold versus Scott Hall match. Well, that's because it was poorly booked to begin with, and of course both Stone Cold and Scott Hall had their problems. Yeah. Uh, final match uh, to talk about before we uh, put these in the ranking. Uh, 2003 No Way Out, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, number two. In this match, The Rock is a full-on heel off the heel. He's a he is basically a Hollywood. Basically, The Rock is is our generation's Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Or you know, he's basically <laughs> The Rock. You know, he just got done filming I think Scorpion King, or maybe it was The Mummy. So he comes in, he's like, oh, I have shades, and he has, like, the jacket, and he's, like, this movie star, and he's, like, this, you know, big jerk or whatever. And Hulk Hogan comes back as the, uh, as basically the original, like, beach, beach cool guy. And so Hulk Hogan is actually a good guy in this match. The Rock's a bad guy. It ends with, uh, The Rock beating Hulk Hogan thanks to interference from Vince McMahon. And, uh, who's the referee? Sylvian Gray? 
Sylvan Grana. Sylvan Grana, yeah, yeah. So, um, and it was a solid, it was an okay match. Uh, it, uh, it was a little lackluster. You know, when The Rock kind of went heel, he kind of ditched a lot of his movesets. Uh, and so we didn't get much from The Rock. The Rock took a lot of, um, The Rock was on the defense as a heel. Uh, he kind of, <laughs> he was kind of like a cowardly heel, strangely enough. You'd think you'd be, uh, like just an aggressive heel, but The Rock, The Rock, character was a coward heel uh thoughts on the match yeah, it was just another screwy finish to build up a hulk hogan's feud with vince mcmahon and i ver- oh yeah hulk hogan versus vince mcmahon at wrestlemania and then the rock would reunite his feud with stone cold for the final time yes that was the final match that the very next mania was the final it was the rock's final uh not the rock's final the stone cold's final match yeah and, the rock. Th- yeah, and this time Stone Cold finally lost clean in the middle of the ring. Yep. And then uh, The Rock would go on to lose to Goldberg at Backlash. <sighs> All kinds of fun stuff we could talk about right there. Uh, we're going to be... Um, let's go ahead. We're going to do the ranking. We're going to come back, though, with the... Uh, uh, what's the what's the, what's after Attitude Era? Ruthless Aggression. So the next time you see us next t- Tuesday... Well, today's a Thursday. We're live right now. For we're recording Tuesday's episode now, so if you podcast listeners, you need to help our YouTube podcast is doing great. YouTube on opinions of beer isn't that great. So if you're listening on the podcast, please go and try to subscribe to us on YouTube. If you do, sometimes you'll get stuff like this. You'll get an early release of an episode, early live recording of an episode. How fun is that? <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, and all kinds of things. We want to try to build some of the YouTube stuff uh, up. Um, anyways, moving on. Here's my ranking, and I'm going to go ahead and include that first match we talked about in uh, in last episode, Bret Hart versus Diesel. So here's my ranking right now, and tell me what your thoughts are. Of best to worst. Let me do worst to best. Worst so far was the 1998 No Way Out, that eight-man tornado tag. Horrible. Garbage. Um, second, second worst, Chris Jericho versus Stone Cold. Didn't like it. I thought it was boring. I thought Stone Cold was, uh, phoning it in. I thought both of them phoned it in that match. And then I got Bret Hart versus Diesel in the cage. And then I got Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon in the cage. I thought that was a little bit funner than Bret Hart versus Diesel. Uh, then I have Final Four. Then I have Triple H versus Cactus Jack. And then I have The Rock versus Kurt Angle. As my current rankings before we enter the ruthless aggression era, what are your thoughts? What would you change? Well, let's see. I agree with No Way in Out 1998. That was terrible. I agree with Chris Jericho versus Stone Cold. I agree with Bret Hart versus Diesel. I would say the final four would be number four on okay. my ranking. Okay. And number three would be The Rock versus Kurt Angle. Okay. Number two, Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon. Of course, number one, Triple Ooh. H versus Cactus Jack. So you really like that Stone Cold versus Mr. McMahon stuff, huh? Yeah, it was a great storytelling of a match. But Triple yeah. H versus Cactus Jack, it was the, the ending was perfect. The match itself was awesome. Well, Ed Ray, that's that's just your opinion. And that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions in Mary Bega, Mary Mega Berry Puff Tart by Project Berry Man. 
10, 10 star. This is a 10 star beer. Not maybe nine, 9.8. This is a 9.8 out of 10 beer. Did I sell you my stuff? Yeah. Opinions and, and beer. Okay. Let me end it on here. We are a million simple people.